I am back. Glad to have you guys back. This week, we have Sean Fitzgibbon, who is just absolutely amazing, super wonderful. Um, Different episode, like a little bit of a different episode, because we just kind of get this like story, uh, a little bit of a mystery in the whole thing of just who this person is. Uh, But Sean has done this like 240-ish page graphic novel of a slice of time of the Crescent Hotel. And if you're from the area, you've probably heard of it. It's in Eureka Springs. If you're not from the area, you may have heard of it because it's one of the most haunted places in in the U.S. Um, But he tells this story from this period of time that happens over like about a decade or so. And it's just incredible. And the artwork is amazing. And like, I'd forgotten this until I was listening to the shows. I was editing it. But every panel is a painting. Like Alex Ross, right? Like just like it's a painting. It's absolutely gorgeous to look at. And it's a super cool story. And it's true. Um, Title is What Follows is True, The Crescent Hotel. It's just such a good title like everything about this sean was super fun to talk to amazing one really really important thing um i actually did this interview a couple weeks ago and maybe a month ago and we've been sitting on it because the kickstarter for this goes live on friday so be on the lookout for that if you do kickstarter if you don't do kickstarter now would be the time to sign up you can get a digital version of it uh you'll be able to obviously get physical copies I don't think it's been set up yet, so keep an eye out. I'll I'll keep you posted, but I believe there's actually even going to be tiers where you can get original artwork from the graphic novel, which, trust me, like the art's worth it. Um, so yeah, th- I'm just super excited about this conversation. I think it'll be a ton of fun, and I hope I get to hang out with Sean again because he was super cool. Uh, let's take a moment to thank the patrons from the patrons from Patreon. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash look what I did support the show there for as little as a dollar a month but let's thank our top supporters thank you kathy cindy brian chelsea jesse travis tyler and brian thank you guys thank everybody else who supports the show um you also can support it for like i said as little as a dollar a month it's what pays the bills keeps us going keeps us on the air so i really deeply appreciate it definitely definitely follow Instagram forward slash LWID project or Facebook. Look what I did. The podcast, not the band. Um, And you'll want to make sure that you're following that one just in general. Keep up to date on what's going on. New episodes as they drop. Those types of things. Two, uh, I'll keep you posted about the Kickstarter for Sean's graphic novel coming up. So definitely do that. And I do want to stop and say, if you haven't, do me a huge favor and go to iTunes and rate and review the show or just rate it. But if you want to drop a review, that would help too. I would love to see some new reviews up there. Love to see some more ratings. We've maintained a five star, which is awesome. It's absolutely incredible. I'm super thankful for it. Thank you to everybody who's rated the show, who's reviewed the show, who's told your friends about it. It does go a long way in helping gain new listeners. So I'd really appreciate it if you take the time out to do that for me today. And without further ado, Sean Fitzgibbon. Enjoy. I was on Ozarks, Ozarks at Large not too long ago with Kyle. Yeah, talking about the book, and I I've been on there a long time before. Yeah, I've known Kyle for a long time, but um, 
Ozarks at Large, I feel, is like a much more legitimate show. Oh, well, I mean. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's start with who you are and what you do after I've talked to you for <laughs> half an hour about other stuff. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm. my name's Sean Fitzgibbon, and I'm uh, an artist. Uh, I, uh, I've lived in the north, northwest Arkansas uh, since 2003. I moved here. For graduate school actually and went to grad school to get my mfa master's in fine art at the u of a and uh yeah and i just kind of lived in the area ever since i've been doing a lot of shows like exhibits and illustration work and um and an adjunct art professor and i also uh do uh graphic novels and, and uh so i've done a few graphic novels in the past and uh some short stories things like that and then yeah, and I just did this great big one that I just finished up and I worked yeah. on for like 15 years. And I want to get to that, but I also want to know where you moved from. So you no. moved here in 2003 from... 2003, yeah, not actually like 100 miles north of here, so southwest Missouri, actually. Oh, okay, okay. I was, yeah, so I was, yeah, uh, just a uh, little town, Webb City, Missouri. Uh, My dad lived in Webb City oh, for a while. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. The first woodworking <laughs> wow. project I ever did was in Webb City, Missouri. Really? Yep, wow. I built a poker table. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think I would have a story for that, but here I am. But well, I actually yeah. still lives in Joplin, so I'm around oh, that okay. area. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up there. And so I, yeah. And then uh, went to a school for a while in uh, New Jersey, an art school up there. Okay, cool. And so I've lived in, yeah, Missouri, New Jersey, and Arkansas now, I guess, a few states. And that's a good, like, Jersey's different enough from Arkansas. I feel like that you've had a good experience yeah. in other parts of the country. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I don't yeah. feel like Jersey is uh, yeah. the New England, Arkansas. No. I don't know what the, All I've seen is Jersey Shore. That's all I know about right, Jersey. Right. That and Sopranos. There, okay, that's there my entire <laughs> knowledge of... <laughs> You um, need you know you don't need to know anymore, right? Like that's wait, kinda, Garden State happened oh, in Garden Jersey State. too, right? Yeah, it is the Garden State. New Jersey is, and that's yeah, and that's where funny. That Sopranos at, so. didn't take the time to stop on <laughs> that and touch on that subject at all. Um, okay, so you contacted me because you you started doing a graphic novel. Or it sounds like you finished a graphic novel about the Crescent Hotel. I did. Yep. Which leads to two very, I think, obvious questions. Yeah. A. Why the Crescent Hotel? Yeah. And then B, why the medium of graphic novel? Like, is there something, well, let, let's start with why the Crescent Hotel. Cause okay. I, I think like North of Arkansas people probably know, yeah, right? Right, but, um, right. And if you watched, I think it was Ghost Hunters back in like the early 2000s, yeah. I think they actually went to the Crescent Hotel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah It's like yeah. one of the most haunted places in America or whatever kind of thing, but so I, why the Crescent? Well, I think that actually happened after the Taps guys were there, the Ghost Hunters, like they, apparently got like an apparition on there on oh. film and i mean you know it could have been reflection and all kinds of things but they had nah, a, it was probably there, a ghost i mean come on yeah it was definitely a ghost we don't want to ruin the tourism <laughs> <laughs> right 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 you know but if you it's a spooky thing i've seen it and it is a spooky you know right thing. and so it's like and from that i think it's like that's when they really started getting that that reputation of being the most haunted in, gotcha. in the u.s and I mean, you know, it's such a cool location. Like it's at the highest point of yeah. Eureka. I think it's like the highest point in the Ozarks, actually, where it where you know, maybe 
Maybe not. Is Mount know. Magazine in the Ozarks? I think Mount Magazine is because that's yeah, actually the highest it's, elevation. It's the highest, like, no, but I don't think that's technically the Ozarks. I think that's like leading oh, more it's into like the, like the River Valley or whatever or, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 okay. like River okay. right, right. So Crescent Hotel might be the highest point in, in North, the Ozarks because like, Magazine is definitely like yeah, it's it's which it is the highest in the Arkansas. I'm willing to ask the question. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and, we'll uh, say you're uh, correct. All right. So the crest no, is no, the no, highest no. point. <laughs> well, yeah. But, um, but okay. So anyway, I, yeah, like I said, I'm from Southwest Missouri mm -hmm. and you know, and that's the Ozarks. You yeah, know, yeah. The Ozarks is actually a very large region, you know, like yeah. it spans clear across. There's a little bit, I think in Illinois, that's just a little bit of like the Illinois Ozarks, like barely. Oh, over, wow. I looked that up online and there's like, yeah, there's little section where over Missouri, like where it just creeps in and there's like, there's Oklahoma, all of, like a bunch of arc, you know, the top. Yeah. Arc. It just so picks up and, like right, pieces of little bits of Kansas, Missouri, you know, they're all the right. way up to like, yeah. Like, and then up to like Lake of the Oz, uh, you know, clear up to almost Columbia, uh, Columbia, 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 almost yeah. up to there. Let's check Lake of the Ozarks, okay. obviously. But then clear over to like St. Louis region and then a little over huh. to like it's, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's crazy. I'm terrible at geography. Happy. So yeah. I like those types of things. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever you just said, that's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, but, so, anyways, like just growing up, you know, I was always like, I, I heard about it too. And like my family would go, we would, you know, take trips to Eureka every, you know, every now and then, which is only like 100 miles from. Web City, it's not too far, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, as a kid, it's like, you know, it's it's a it's a trip, you know. It's like, hey, all right, let's and it's so different, you know, it's such an unusual town, which you guys It's an unusual with. town no matter where you're from. Right. The yeah. whole downtown's on the historic register. Absolutely. Like, the entire town yeah, is it's just right. That, well, Elizabethtown was filmed there. Yep, that's right. right. Yeah, that's right. It, yep. It's it's a unique <laughs> it, literally in the best way. Oh yeah. Unique absolutely place. Yeah. So I've always just been fascinated by that, you know, and then of course, Robert Ripley deemed it one of the most nine most unusual towns in the U S no yeah. right angles and serpentine roads. <laughs> and every, every level of the basin park is like at street level because it's up on. Yeah. A, the streets keep like right. tearing up the side of it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I didn't actually know that about the basin hotel. Right. The minute you said, it, I was like, that makes sense, but I've never heard anybody say it. Robert. Ripley every level is street me. level. Every level is street level. Yeah. And I mean, only a town like that is, yeah, and and then like Saint Elizabeth, the 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 church that's up there by the Crescent, you mm -hmm. know, that's the only church that you enter through the bell tower at the time, like it was in the world. I don't know if that's still the the case, which that's just the way it you was built. You enter the church through the bell tower. Through the bell tower, which you I know, haven't been there. I haven't even seen right. that building. So it's I an don't... interesting building. It's just okay. down from the Crescent. It's just I'll have right to go there. And look at it. Yeah, like it's just right there. It's like. You can just walk right down there. It's that's what I should do Saturday. I should run up to Eureka oh, and just hang yeah, out for yeah, a little it's bit. Such a, yeah, yeah. Give you a bunch of those new pets. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I'll be I'll be your street per, your street team. <laughs> right. I did it for bands back in the day. I can do it for for graphic novels for sure. But, but yeah, I mean, so you know, and so I just I grew up like we go there, and not all the time, but just a few times that you know I remember going. I was just so in, fascinated, like everybody is, by this town. Like what every Everywhere you look, it's like this is like I'm in, you know, on a set of, of a movie. It's so unique. Yeah. And uh and I remember we went on the Crescent Ghost Tours. Now this is back when I was a kid, so this is like back in the eighties or whatever. It's like early eighties or something, but uh and uh 
they were very sensational at that time. Like they gotten much more historic, you know? Right. Uh, I know the, well, the guy who's the head of the ghost tree is an amazing job. Um, Keith scales there, but he's very, he's an historian, you know, and he's really knows the stuff and it's there. It's wonderful now, but, and they're very particular about, you know, like, you know, tell, you know, really telling the, the real history. And right. That. And so, um, which, you know, a good ghost tour is like a good history tour. Yeah. Disguise. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, yeah. Right. So, um, but I remember hearing these very sensational stories about this fraudulent medical practitioner that came to Eureka and turned it into this cancer hospital. But it was like those stories were like he was like Dr. Frankenstein, you know, and just performing these ghoulish experiments. Right, and he's right. Like, oh, like there's bodies buried in the walls and like, uh, yeah, just all this kind of crazy stuff like that. And like that, yeah, sawing people's skulls open and, right, and right. putting the solution, you know, that kind of just crazy stuff that you're like, what? And so, and that just stuck with me, like for my growing up, you know, and I was just like, cause I've always been in, I've always been interested in, I mean, I like drawing comics and stuff like that. And, and, uh, just it, strange, well, I was a fan of the twilight zone growing up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but I also liked all those like in search of and all those kind of things, you know, growing up, like I just mysteries and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's a fascinating. I would thing, read you know? the encyclopedia about the Bermuda triangle all the time, exactly. you know, just like what is time, happening those time here? life books that they would be. Yeah. It's these unexplainable mysteries that exactly. And there still are some, right? Oh, like for sure. and yeah. they're just, it's fascinating because you don't know, you right. know, like, right. What's the truth? Like exactly. what's the thing here? Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. And I've always been, yeah. And, and, uh, I love, nowadays I, I love like Atlas Obscura. Do you ever look? Yeah, I flipped through there. They, they've done at least one like coffee table type. Book, well, they're on the so. second edition, but it's, okay, it's yeah. like, a, yeah, it, yeah. And yeah, and that's great. I love that. But, yeah, it's really but, cool. Great website. Like that's the only, it's one of the few where I actually am on the list service site every day. I get like a little Atlas Obscura thing, you know, pop up my in feed in my inbox. Uh, or whatever, mine's Lowe's. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it's like, and I've always been interested in just, locale like in interesting places with a history you know and just it's like you know back when you're in school and you're, you're studying something and then you go on a field trip teacher takes you on a field trip and you're like well this is pretty cool like i'm at, i learned about this thing and now we're going to see the yeah. thing yep that i love that i always love that and so i always wanted to do a like a graphic novel that's like that is like that like it's it's a, about a place that you can kind of read about, but then it's like, you can actually go to this place right. and you can, you know, do, continue with the research or you can, you know, and learn whatever you want to learn about it, you know, because it's, it's fascinating. And there's so many rabbit holes that you can just fall down into, you know, with in Eureka, you know, it's just, there's so much history there for such an unusual little town, you know, and it's, yeah. And that's just one of the, 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 I think just also because of the crescent, like logistically, how it, like I said earlier, it's, it's, it looks down over the town of Eureka. It's almost like, if you remember like the old Stephen King story, like it's almost like the shining mixed with Salem's lot because you had like the Marsden house. That yeah. That always overlooks over. the, yeah, 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 yeah. even the, uh, the house from psycho, right. It's up on the hill yeah, kind well, of overlooking. <laughs> it's this like menacing exactly uh, yeah. thing over your shoulder, right? Well, like Norman Baker, Norman Bates. Uh, very, uh, very, very, you know, and I, <laughs> I was unprepared for this connection, <laughs> but I, yeah. And I, and I'm, I love Hitchcock. So I'm, and, and exactly you, 
I, I'm glad you said that because I've always loved that sort of gothic sort of approach to which gothic, you know, it's like locale once again is very important. You know, it's an old house or an right, old hotel right. or whatever. Like Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca, which Hitchcock did that. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. You know, that's very gothic. You right. Know? Um, and yeah, Hitch, I I love I love Psycho as well. Like that's that's such an incredible because because the house is a character in that. Yeah. You know, and that's like with this thing the crescent is a character it's like there's norman baker and then there's the crescent and they're the two main characters in this in this right it's nonfiction, but um and i just love that it's like when going back to like the shining it's like the hotel itself is it, a character it's a character in kubrick's and also like within you know like with the, the book or you know yeah it's, and that's kind of based off sort of in a way like the stanley hotel like in I just went by there a couple weeks ago. I literally drove by and I was like, there it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I didn't take the time to get out and go in, but yeah, (laughs) my wife had a massive hotel. Yeah. yeah, We just, you know, well, and I was going to say the Crescent, like, I mean, we're talking about it in this kind of like, it's, it's a really nice hotel. When I went, it's been 20 years probably since I stayed there, but, uh, they had like a bar up on the top floor and there's a balcony. So you can like go out and look out over the town and like, you know, have a cigar and scotch or whatever kind of, it is a nice hotel. Um, yeah, you know, it's definitely an, it's, it's a historic hotel. So right. Like oh, yeah. it has that feel to it, but you, I don't know if it's changed, but you could stay in, I guess Norman Baker's like apartment is the pent. It was the penthouse right. when, or that's what we were told. Yes. Yes. When we went, right. Was uh-huh. that, that yep. two level mm-hmm. room. Yep. So we stayed there. No ghosts, but no, right. Yeah. I'm not well, saying that they weren't there. I'm just right. saying that they weren't sure. there while I was there. Cause I forgot deodorant. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it's so it's that, my ghost protection. Just be stinky. Uh, all right. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> no, but it, it is a really cool hotel though. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So the other question I had was it, like, obviously you're a graphic artist. So when you think of communicating something, you, you probably think visually, right? Like I tend to think I, with words or whatever. Yeah. Um, but was there something that you felt like was better told in this story through image than just like on the printed page? Like what, how does the graphic novel like propel the story forward in a different way? Or how did you utilize that medium to propel the story forward in a different way from like a short story or something? Yeah. 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 Great question. Yeah. I, I think a couple things, one of them, like I said, it's just because the location is so interesting, the yeah. town, the hotel, but also Norman Baker, like he was this very kind of flamboyant, very, you know, he wore white suits with lavender, with purple shirts and lavender ties. And, and he drove a, uh, a purple car, like his favorite color was purple. He, I don't know if you knew, like he converted the so entire. He's actually Sam Jackson. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, and, and, and in a way it's almost like, I, I thought of like the Joker or something yeah. in a way, oh, you know, because it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, because I mean, this is back in, so this would have been like 1937 when he comes rolling into town Yeah, and this, you know, this guy who tail into the great depression, he's like, Hey, I've got the cure for cancer, you know? And so, but he's wearing these white suits, lavender tie, purple shirt, you know, and then he's, and, uh, he's driving a purple automobile. It's a cord, uh, cord, automobile i don't okay I'm not yeah familiar, it's a type but, of it's a type of car from, right from that era and they're cool cars you know but um and it's purple like back when no cars were purple you know this was a yeah. custom job yeah, like, yeah. so and so like and and then once he you know he purchases the hotel for a song because 
they had fallen on hard times. You know, the, the, the hotel had been closed down for a while. Uh, before that, it was like a girl's school for a while. Yeah, I think I'd heard that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, this is great depression. You know, the, I mean, they were, they, they were desperate for, you know, they, and, and he was kind of a boon for that, for their economy, you know, and, uh, and he basically turned the whole thing into this like circus. Like, it's like, yeah, if you see, when you see the book, like when you, you know, you'll, I, I, it was, it was really interesting to convert the, the hotel. Cause that was one of the things I had to do is like, draw different periods right. of, the, of the same location and 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 so I kind of color coded different periods like throughout the book. okay yeah so it's yeah, really yeah. interesting yeah and so like so basically like when Baker gets there he turned the whole thing purple you know and you can actually still see like on the chimneys like they're uh, the crescent you can still see that there's purple that from Baker's era so it's really oh, wow. wild yeah it's really yeah. wild um, and uh, so yeah there's little bits of that still kind of you can still see. Um, but uh yeah he and there were all these like very kind of art deco like orange and yellow and red and blue all these crazy like triangular art deco motifs that were right. like all along the the walls and he had all these like sayings on the walls like oh i can't think of what it is right now but it was like uh quacks do things that enemies can't do and all because he was yeah i know it's, it's like, what does that <laughs> saying mean because <laughs> well, he, he was a cancer quack and everybody oh. was basically he was in litigations all the time because right. he was like a populist radio show host and he was he was actually brilliant like he was a brilliant individual because he was like a machinist his father was a machinist and he he actually uh created like the air wait no yeah, the air calliope. You know, the steam-powered calliope? The, the, I don't even like, know what a calliope a, a, is. A calliope is one of those things like like at circuses or like at the baseball game. Like, doot, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's like a calliope. It's okay. like a, yeah. Almost an organy piano it's type like instrument kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like at carnivals, you'd right, see a calliope right. and uh, baseball. Yeah, like all any kind of event. And uh, they ran on steam. And so Baker he kind of altered it and made one that ran on just that air. Like, and so it was the air powered. So Kalliope. just like a foot pump or something. So I, really like an organ, right? Like an organ. Cause an organ yeah. is air powered. I think. Yeah. But okay. they're extremely loud. And so right. like, yeah, this is just a quieter kind of. Yeah. But um, yeah. And, and so he would use these, I mean, he sold these like there's see, there's people today that still like, that's the baker they know of is the guy who created the, he called it the tangly, air calliophone he called it a calliophone okay and so and had he just done that and never gotten into like all the cancer stuff like he probably would have lived out his days and been a prominent citizen in muscatine iowa is where he was from you know but you know did he just get in like financial trouble and had to figure out a way to get out of it so he comes up with a scheme because you see that sometimes like ponzi right or whatever where like yeah, you're making good money and then you kind of get in trouble and have to dig your way out of this hole and it gets more and more desperate, right? We've seen that story a number of times. Is that what happened here? Or he know, just decides he has, does he think he has the cure for cancer? See, I think he was, it's like, it's narcissism. He was kind of an ego, kind of an egomaniac in right. a way. Like he was just, he, like I said, he was brilliant at, at making money. 
and it he was a so he was like um as a child he was he, like i said his father was a machinist so he created the you know he did the the calliope thing and then his calliope factory burned down and then he started an arts correspondence course, even though he didn't know anything about art. And he made a few million, like a couple million dollars for, in, that, for that time oh, okay. of money. And, it was like and, a and, couple million and, well, in 1930-something? Well, right, that's no, a lot of no, money. No, 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 uh, yeah, uh, equivalent, equivalent, right, equivalent, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing the, yeah, the I don't know what the equivalent of it, yeah, yeah, right, I have no right, idea. Right. <laughs> but, uh, and... Uh, inflation calculation going on right, there. But, right. but uh yeah and and so then he uh oh yeah he he used that to build back his Kaliah phone factory and then he did that a little bit longer but then he just he was i think he was restless he just wanted to yeah he was he he really liked being in the limelight you know and so he started he's like a second rate howard hughes yeah 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 like howard well, hughes makes his money uh patenting and selling oil drill bits right like like mm -hmm. deep yeah. oil drill yeah, yeah, yeah. and then does all this other like air-to-air -air radar i think is him and yeah. some other stuff right like yeah, yeah it makes all this but he can't help but like try to be in the movies and try and then that's, he also breaks exactly. later on in life right totally like, that's a great analogy I, I never even thought of that but that's yeah that's that's great yeah. i mean howard hughes was more successful and you know oh, right sure. but like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not right, right. Um, well, see, radio was kind of starting to come around now at that time, and so Baker was really like kind of wanting to jump on that, you know, and uh, to because he he was starting a bunch of different businesses, like he had a he had like a mail order business, like for it was like a, basically like a Sears and Roebuck catalog, right. like and you could just buy anything from his, you know, all the way from car tires to brooms or right, you know right. anything very whatever. much like sears at like that point sears, yeah right, yeah so and he's literally just the all the also was like <laughs> right behind like second run version of the thing every time you're the discount <laughs> like, <laughs> right yeah and well then he and then uh but he he basically kind of worked out a deal with muscatine that like if they would give him a radio station that he would you know bring you know revenue to the town all that because through his influence and and uh yeah, and uh, he also started a a magazine that was called TNT Magazine, The Naked Truth, and then he his radio station was KTNT, Know the Naked Truth, and uh, wait, is he a is he a conspiracy theorist? Oh, for is sure, this yeah, yeah, like yeah, legitimately, yeah. I he's mean, been it out was like very much, yeah, like he was totally like, I mean, at first it was pretty kind of you know just like pushing his 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 goods and that sort right. of thing you know and like talking about you know well he, before that let me back up a little bit he was uh when he was kind of as working as a machinist for his father and then kind of moving out and doing doing that and inventing stuff he was also on the vaudeville circuit as a mentalist i i should have <laughs> I, I know i know i i'm I'm jumping around here because it's like his. This life guy is, also lived to be a thousand years old, right? right? Like, how do you fit all this in? Well, no, he, yeah, he was, he was, he did like mental, like, yeah, he was a mentalist. He would do like hypnotism and he also would like levitate. People. Okay, like, so he's, we've answered my question. He's straight up a con man. Like, well, like, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying is he was then, 
So later, he's kind of using a lot of those techniques. Techniques to, yeah. Exactly. Like, he knows what he's doing. Right. He was a showman, and that's what's so interesting is like, you know, and then later, he hears about, he he starts getting very inflammatory on the radio, and he's like, like I said, everybody that crosses him becomes his enemy, or anyone that doesn't agree with him is his enemy. And then, and and he's he's lashing out against like, well, the radio commission because the you know saying they have a monopoly and all this kind of stuff. And so, um, but he was able to like amp up his radio station to where it was like he had like ten thousand watts or something crazy like that, and you could hear KT and T clear out in like Honolulu from Muscatine, Iowa, and then our parts of Canada. He just made his broadcast Canada. range as big as oh, possible. Yeah, well, That's... he kept getting shut down by the 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 federal radio commission, oh, you know, man. and it was like, and so he was always fighting them, and then he was also fighting the uh, American Medical Association um, because he's you know he started getting into. Uh, kind of getting into like this life extension sort of thing after his mother had died of cancer. And then he was like, huh. And he found out about, there was a, uh, a guy in Kansas city, Missouri. His name was Charles Ozias mm-hmm. and he, and he apparently had a cancer cure. And so Baker was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to use that, <laughs> use that. And he, yeah, he basically was like, uh, he he found like five different I want to say five different test subjects like patients that he was going to give this cancer cure to, and then he was like, hey, I've got the cure for cancer, you know, and uh, and he so he did that in his magazine on the radio, and he was right. and uh, and then he re- reprinted that magazine. The only problem is all five of the patients had died. Oh no! And then he reprinted from he car reprinted, accidents, though it no, wasn't no, no, cancer. No, no, no. <laughs> and then he printed it again without changing a single word uh, that he had the cure for cancer. You know what I mean? And yeah. Then, and then he opens up his a cancer uh, clinic in Muscatine. Oh, so there's right. one before he comes to. Actually, there's two. There was actually one in Muscatine, and then he starts getting in trouble. You know, for with like I said, he was in constantly in trouble with the American Medical Association. And uh, finally he gets shut down for practicing medicine without a license. And Shocker. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then he, he takes off and uh, goes down to Nuevo Laredo, Mexico. And he oh, becomes wow. like one of those border blasters. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's, so he's got his radio station and he's also has his, can- his cancer hospital right there. On the Come border. on over, right? Yeah. Exactly that kind of thing. And uh, anyway, he he did that for a little while, and then and then uh, yeah, and then so around 1937, he ends up. Does he target Eureka Springs? Because if if I'm remembering this correctly, from like Jeff being here, the I, uh, zombie crawl. Um, so Eureka kind of seems to hit the map because it has healing properties in springs, right? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Eureka just seems to be a target maybe for <laughs> But like, I mean, sure. is that the draw for him? Is like, oh, people that are suffering are already there and believe the water's doing something so I can just piggyback on that? Like, d- did you find out why he targeted Eureka or why he came to Eureka? That was a big, big part of okay. it. Yeah, and that, and it was just, it's such a, a beautiful area that he was like, and it needed to be revitalized because right. it had fun. He was able to just buy it for next to for nothing. nothing. Right. right and so it's like, and, and so 
his brochures, he was able to say, oh, you can stay at this luxurious resort. Right. And it's like, and, um, and you breathe the mountain air and you can, you know, and that's, that all was part of his, you know, his, it's uh, a healing community. It's a at healing that point, community. Right. right. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, there, so yeah. there's the, the healing springs and like his cancer cure was nothing more than like glycerin, alcohol, uh, what was, uh, the spring water, watermelon seeds, carbolic acid, none of which we can make cancer. some after this. <laughs> right, that, that's your yeah, Patreon yeah. content is like, we'll just make some cancer cure. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, disclaimer. It doesn't work. Oh. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, no, and he would, they would just like, he'd make like a tea out of it and then, and they, but they would inject people with it too. And it's like, it why not? Why not? You know, it's faster than <laughs> the bloodstream that way. Right. It oh just, my goodness. This and, is insane. Right. And so it was, yeah, it was, it's so it's so crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's such a unique place that he, you know, people it tracks all kinds. I mean, you know, you, that's one of the things at Eureka. It's like that that hotel has gone through through so many different chapters, right. and it's a colorful and assorted history, you know. And it's like sort of like Baker, kind of like <laughs> well, and, and like Baker. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You've got all these different like periods Chap- and periods. chapters and reinventions yeah. of self, right. right? Like Crescent reinvents itself. It does. Exactly. It, yeah. And Baker, you got, yeah, you got this Mexico period where it's like crazy Mexico. That is and he's so. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, okay. Like, um, you know, we had another, uh, artist on the show, John Lucas. The, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he does the, uh, before Houdini, after Houdini. Okay. And he, he's okay. done stuff for like Marvel. And, okay. Right. Like, okay. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, comic book artist. Okay. Yeah. Um, but with something like, uh, you know, before Houdini, um, or, or after Houdini, you have historical characters Mm -hmm. like, uh, Rasputin's in one, obviously Houdini, right? Like, and there's, uh, like other actual people, but it's like league of extraordinary gentlemen, right? Like, you like, right. We're just, it's, it's an artist's interpretation of the thing. Uh-huh. Um, how close is, is this graphic novel to like, did you look at references of Baker and try to like draw Baker or yeah. is it kind of like, here's what I want Baker to look like. And so that's Baker in the book. It, it's pretty much. Yeah. Pretty, pretty close to, to Baker. You know, I mean, I, I, yeah, I've got a lot of photographs of him. It's funny because, for somebody who who is so, he was very charismatic, you know, um, and he actually, if you look at when you look at him, he did kind of look like this sort of like B movie actor from the nineteen fifties. He kind of has the square jaw and this right, right shock of white hair, and yeah. he's just like that, you know. It's like, um, but there's not a whole lot of photos really. I do radio for a reason. <laughs> I don't like being photographed. I get it. I'm with Baker <laughs> only for that part though. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other piece too is like, so yeah, you're, you are doing this research and gathering photos, like, but you're not a historian by trade, right? Like, no, so, no. I mean, do you read history a lot? Like, how did you go about gathering this information and then <laughs> and then i think the real trick is weeding it down to the story you want to tell right, right. Like, there's too much here for one graphic novel oh i know just in what you've said right right there is and yes i i do love history i mean i'm an artist by trade that's what i went to school for um but i've always you know i've always been fascinated by history I'm, you know read a lot of history um but 
yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I just basically went to all these places. Like, I went to Muscatine. I I went to the, the house he grew up in, you know, and I went to the cemetery where he's buried. And I went, you know, I, I went to, did a bunch of research there at the library and the museum, the Muscatine Art Museum, they've got a lot of information on it. And I'm also lucky, too, because my wife's a librarian, Fayetteville Public Library. Okay, and so yeah. she's, she's wonder. she has been so instrumental in, like, helping me organize all this. Because, like, and I also, you know, and, and that's where we met, actually. She was, uh, at the time when I was in grad school, she was at the, uh, worked at Mullins, like, at the, yeah. at the fine art. Well, she was in the fine art library. Okay. But yep. she was, and so, and I met a lot of people at Mullins. And so... I was able to work with them and collect a lot of information right. on Baker and the Crescent Hotel there, as well as in in Eureka Springs. And that's that's one of the great things you know, living in Fayetteville. I was just I you know go there. I can go there. It's like just, a forty minute drive like or whatever. Drive. Yeah. yeah, and I can just meet a bunch of people. And and I actually got a a residency at the Writers Colony at Derry Hollow, and they were they put me up for a week, and I was and I just interviewed people for like all over town for like a week. I just walked around all over Eureka. I was going to, so, okay, he gets there in 37. When does his reign of error end? Uh, that was a terrible dad joke. But, like, when when does, when is he, I don't know how the story it's, ends, and you don't no. have to give it away, but, well, yeah, like, no, like sure. is he, when when does he cease being active in Eureka, I guess would be the best way to phrase that. Yeah, he's not actually there very long. He's only, he's there just under three years. Okay, so, so 40, 1940. Well, it's like but it's it, 30, 37 to 39, like okay. later in 39. But I mean, there's just, still people conceivably living in Eureka that were there and potentially 10. Right. Right. Oh, maybe yeah. a little older. Oh, yeah. While he's active. I interviewed one of them. Oh, know. really? Okay. Uh-huh. So you got like a firsthand account. Yeah, okay. I, did. That's, I was like, you're close enough. I did. Yeah. Barely. Barely. Yeah. He, he, yeah. I interviewed a guy. He was, he was in his 90s, but he, and he was, uh, and he was very active. Like he's an engineer and he was actually out in his, his woodshed, like working on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I interviewed, he's a really cool guy, you know, and he was like, uh, and, and when he was a kid, like a teenager, he rode around on like a, this would have been thirties, you know, when Baker right. was there riding around on those Indian motorcycles, you yeah. know, and yep. he was a, yeah. And, and he repaired, like he was a repairman. He was like repairing people's like radios and refrigerators and stuff like That's that. That's super cool. Yeah. And where's and, that podcast? I know. I Forget know. Forget this one. Let's do that <laughs> one. Right. Like, he's, he's a cool guy. Like really. Yeah. Cool. And, and he, and so he was just telling me about like, he'd see Baker like sitting out, at near uh near one of the springs i can't harding spring one of the springs i think harding but he'd be sitting there reading the paper and it was just so great to hear firsthand accounts about yeah i saw this person yeah like yeah. he just and 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 he it feels all, like you can touch it then right exactly. like oh like, that's like when history just comes a, yeah you're so life. close yeah it's like it, it just flares to life you know and it's so yeah it's moments like that, that i'm like man this is so cool and so there's so much of that sort of oral history baked into this book like i so what's super cool about it is like i so i interviewed all these people and like most of so like all the dialogue like if there's ever baker speaking it's actually baker's like letters correspondence like i'm actually taking this from baker so it's like i'm not just making anything up you know eric larson does that 
Eric like, Larson. Oh yeah, yeah, I love Eric. You, okay, yeah. yeah. I, like, I met I met Eric Larson when he, he came the, to the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know about it Did, until oh, too late, oh, and I was man. devastated. Like that guy is so. <laughs> if you like history, it reads like a like a fiction oh, book. Oh, I mean, just yeah. like but oh, all yeah. the dialogue and like I'm reading a uh, the. Vile and Splendid or the Splendid and the Vile, whichever way it is. The Splendid and the Vile. It's like uh Is that the new one? Or? Yeah. I see I haven't I, I need to read that one. I have it's Winston I've Churchill's read. first year as Prime Minister. Oh, I bet and that's it's just incredible. that first year. Oh. And yeah, it's but you know, you have all this dialogue and then you realize like he's read yep. every one of these diaries, every oh, one yeah. of these letters, every one of the, like just an insane amount of research. Yeah. I mean that means you did even more research than <laughs> I was kind of thinking. If you're saying everything that's in here, well, Baker said, yeah, you know, it's documented. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and there's a lot of a lot of interview. Like when people I interviewed, like I will take like their interviews and put those in there. Like it's yeah. So it's it's really like a lot of stitching, you know, like and putting all this together. It's like yeah, it's it's a big composite almost of like interviews and it's a puzzle piece or it's a puzzle puzzle, like it is a huge puzzle piece you know and that's do you have moments though where the oral tradition almost and what's printed as record right Uh contradict each other did you have any of those moments that occurred when dates are probably easy ones right uh like but uh um i could see like uh you know this happened in the winter or like but it's documents having happened in the spring or right that kind of thing well i gotta tell you like with baker like i I mean his life is very there is so much that went on like he did so much so much like (laughs) that it is like it is such a yeah, it is a puzzle putting all that together. Yeah. And there were moments where I'm like, oh my God, what am I, what have I got myself into, you know? And uh, so that, the, yeah, there were a lot of contradictory, you know, re- like things that would contradict, you know, like research. And I okay. have to like yeah. go to. So, so what wins out there? Like, does the overall narrative flow of the story or the thing that like, I think this is probably the most accurate, like, yeah. like which one? Cause there, some are going to lend more to the drama, right? And some right. are probably like, well, this one's documented three times. That one's documented once. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. Yeah. I would, you, yeah, you, you, you do your research and then you kind of make your best guess, you know, like, the, like I remember Eric Larson talks about that. Oh, really? It, yeah, yeah. It was in, uh, I think when I was working on this book at one point, I was reading Devil in the White City. Yeah, and, and, that's the uh, first one I ever read by him. Yeah, I think that was the first one I'd read too, because then I read the Lusitania one. Yep, Dead, Dead Wake. Wake mm-hmm. And then Garden of Beasts. I haven't finished that one yet. Yeah. That one, for some reason, didn't quite capture me, but yeah. it, it, it's an interesting story. Yeah. It just didn't quite get me. Right, yeah. But, but then he has the Marconi one thunderstruck oh that's yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. read thunderstruck that's a really great great one that's a really good one yeah i yeah like how we can just talk about eric larson all night (laughs) (laughs) well i mean hit well and his storytelling was so like it really did like because i remember him talking about that he says that like at the beginning of devil one city height like using actual yeah quotes and stuff like that but and then i think it was in the afterward where there were some moments like with H.H. H. Holmes and all that kind of stuff where it's like he didn't know exactly how some of these murders took played right. out. But he would he kind of, you know, you're you're kind of like the 
the detective in the movie that's like sticking all the yeah <laughs> well, you know and like, sometimes in the book he'll say you know later accounts would vary right or something right. like he kind of gives this that now i haven't you were kind enough to give me kind of like a an advanced reader copy sample right yeah, of, yeah. Um, the book's 240 pages this is only 30 but it's the beginning oh good I, yeah. even <laughs> i can read 30 30 pages uh no so kind of a sample of it and i haven't had a chance to flip through it but it seems to me it's harder to fit a statement like that into something like this. Like you just have to pick a direction and go with it. Yeah. Right. And maybe yeah. you have an author's note at the beginning that says, you know, to the best of my research, this oh, is sure. kind of what I think happened or whatever. But yeah. like in the flow of the story, you don't have that Eric Larson's ability to be the narrator of it. Right. Like and <laughs> right. come in and say, I mean, I guess you could, but yeah. Um, so you just kind of have to pick a path and go. And that being said, if something's documented once, but it's really, really cool and a contradicting thing is documented, but it's three times, but really boring. What choice did you make? Like, did you go with the cool one or did oh, you go with the like, well, this one's probably what really happened. Oh yeah. Um, I am a visual storyteller. So I do, <laughs> I do tend to like, I love, visually like what would really make for an amazing visual experience you know and what and and what um i don't think there's a wrong answer here right like what sort of illustrates that period and that time and that place and that person you know what it is i'm telling and you kind of get to where you feel like you kind of know that person Mm -hmm. you know and you get in their head and you're like you start to really you know have an idea of how what they probably would have done and you know um yeah i mean i i follow your gut i just kind of follow my gut you know um and i met like one guy that i met one of the this is a really super interesting story was uh I, i met an older guy who during okay so after baker was in car so he was arrested you know and he went to leavenworth uh spoiler alert oh, yeah so well, no <laughs> it's, uh, it's your story i guess say what you want to say <laughs> well yeah well that's you know the, it's not like the end of the story but it, then he uh, sees yeah. dead people i got it it's cool it's cool <laughs> but so after after he's gone then the 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 hotel like this is right at like the beginning of world war ii like right. that would have been right there yeah yep in 1939 and so um that the hotel once again just goes dormant like it's just empty throughout the entire war and i met a guy who as a kid he snuck into the crescent with another a little friend of his a little urban exploring yeah totally yeah. like or him yeah. in the 40s you know yeah. urban explore. and uh, which i think that's kind of fascinating the yeah. whole urban at that i moment. really want to get an urban explorer on the show <laughs> like so, this is like take me on a field oh, trip with man. you i know that's yeah so, that fascinates me but yeah so it's totally that's what he was doing you know and uh you know the jars that were uncovered like oh did you oh you didn't know about this okay so i was saving all of my <laughs> like i just decide not to study anything and just let the story you're your okay hey, well, will tell me well this is something that's not in the book but uh, it's in the sequel. It's it, in the well, director's cut. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, it happened like right as I'm finishing this thing. Okay. So in 2019, this is, yeah. So trying to think. So it was probably, oh man, probably like just the year before COVID hit. Like it right. been like, yeah. And so early March, 2019 or yeah, spring yeah, 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 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they were uh, a landscaping. They were going to, okay. So there was a landscaping crew up there doing some work. They were going to, 
they had like a backhoe up there and they were doing some, you know, they were going to, they were going to build like an archery right. area, whatever for, uh, for tourists and, and uh, for people at the hotel. And so they pull out some earth and then all of a sudden these jars come tumbling out of the, of the ground, like from the, from their dig, you know? And it's like, all of a sudden they're like, well, we got to halt it. What's going on here. And so they, they, uh, uncovered all these jars from the 1930s, you know, and had all these like human, human preserved, preserved body parts, right? Exactly. You know, like formaldehyde or whatever. And formaldehyde, yeah. And, really? and yes. And that, and, What's funny is, and so that, so then that became like a crime scene, you know, so they had to, obviously they, and then, so all this stuff was sent to state crime labs right. and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and sure enough, yeah, that was from when Baker was there, they found, yeah, they found like a, so maybe a some of the horror stop. stories are a little more true <laughs> than, yeah, it's so weird because Baker would, it was so strange because see, that's kind of a contradictory thing because Baker would would promote that they just gave injections and other than that there was no like because uh, he called like the AMA the he said that stood for the American Meat Cutters Association because he's like we don't do any of that and we don't use radiation and any of that we're yeah, we're all just you know, injected no we cure just, it, you'll right, be fine right exactly but yet why did he have jars full of cancer tumors and all these kind of yeah the, so this is what's confusing to me is like. <laughs> In this story, it seems like he's he's uh, he knows he's peddling snake oil, right? Like it seems like it, right, right. But then you get something like that where it's like, does he think it's actually like? And then he's doing his own research, like he's doing his own research to see if he's shrinking tumors in people or what? Like, why is he cutting into bot? Like, if the I whole know, thing is a scam, right, right why are you running this other weird thing on the side? Like, yes. That's yes. And see, I it's don't, not, and it's not worth the risk, right? Like, right. I, yeah. I don't really understand. I'm what, befuddled. Yes, exactly. And I just want to use and the I, word befuddled. Well, and that was, <laughs> yeah. You got that word in there. Yeah. I mean, okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all day. That was my word of the day. <laughs> How can I, How do I use befuddled? <laughs> It's if a it's constant the, it's, state for me, actually. That's probably <laughs> if it's the time period too. Like I could see, like maybe. Oh him, yeah, him, yeah, him yeah. In the, in the in the crescent, indubitably, the right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... <laughs> but no, he. So basically, him and his friend that I interviewed, like they they came across in the morgue. They came across all those jars that were then later buried, um, and and they were actually buried by an owner, like the next like owners of the Crescent. So somebody after World War II yeah, bought like it, actually, and they move it out, they and just, just like move they, it out. they buried all of it. Which, that's see, a weird that, that's response. Very, see, that's strange too. I don't. That was very bizarre too. Like I don't really understand because they those were just left there. Like I don't. It, Some weird decisions here at the Crescent Hotel. That's, well, yeah, and a lot of his. I mean, he had, he got rid of all his paperwork almost you can't that's why you can't find a whole lot like, right on, you know because he just uh he he yeah. was there a lot of collaboration with the crescent hotel today like did you talk with the current owners at all or um any actually, interaction there well actually yeah the not the current owners but i talked to um keith scales and he's the he's he, I, i'm not sure right now like with you know after COVID hit what he's doing exactly, but he's, he's been the, like the 
tour guide. Okay. Uh, the, okay. the tour guide uh, manager. So he manages gotcha. the tour guides of, of the Crescent and the Basin Park Hotel. Okay. And I I mean, after COVID, who knows what, what, you what know, exactly. What happening. Right. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, that's kind of what he does. And uh, like I said, Keith is, I mean, he's kind of like me. He's gone to to muscatine done research on baker so he's, he's got the history too he's got the history so you guys were able well. to compare notes and kind of oh yeah and he found yeah. stuff that and you know we'd both find things that we were like oh wow like yes we compare notes which was great and then his wife what's really neat is keith's wife is uh, rebecca j becker she's doing a uh she's doing like a i think she might be doing a book on the the Crescent Conservatory for young women like okay. that, about that period. And she has like a big, like an online uh, thing all about, like she's been collecting information about that and interviewing people and talking to different people about that when it, that period of time, when yeah, it was yeah, the girls yeah. school. That's super cool. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, she has been just like doing so much research on that. Like you can go to her Facebook page. It's just like, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's just, the, it's a dedicated to that period. And she's done so much like, and that's another thing that like over the years has been sort of distorted as to what, right. it would, you know, which actually it was a pretty progressive sort of school at the time, you know, for, for young women. It was like they had like teacher instructors from Europe and it was like they were learning like physics and well, it's a school geometry. for women for and one was, in yeah. the 19, that would have been what the 1920s. Well, 1908 to like the early 30s like okay 19 yeah and so yeah yeah i mean it so, sounds pretty progressive for right, that time period yeah yeah exactly and so you know um and and uh so just being in contact with them like and that's i think i met them when i was doing the residency at the dairy hollow the writer's colony okay, down, okay. Which, is a, which is just down the street from the crescent like it's gotcha. at the bottom of the hill and they just put writers up like they you can you can I've get, heard about this before. So cool. Yeah, yeah it's such a night. We I need mean, to they, attend. Yeah, it's so great. They just I would have to learn more than the word befuddled, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, with with this, like I mean you have to write the story, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then you still had to take the time to draw of it. How long did it take you to like how long did it take from beginning of conception of idea to completion but then even just once the research is done right how long did that process take oh man well okay so the thing is like i i'd worked on other things um throughout this period like i did an entire series of a body of work like that i had uh exhibited like i right. actually had work up in boulder that's where I, i've been to boulder a cup i had work in longmont and okay and yeah in boulder as I well like, boulder like a lot that's great yeah, and, yeah and so i had and but it was a big series of work that i did that was in uh at the art center of the ozarks and then from there i had that work in like uh, not Louisiana, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and then like in Illinois and Colorado and like in different, and you know, and I, and I've worked on illustration jobs, but all the, throughout that entire time. And like also just like finishing what, well, I finished grad school in like 2006. And then it was right after that, like in 07, 08, like I was actually working on, I was going, I was, this was something I was work. I was, you know, in 13 years, yeah, yeah, seriously. Like I was, I, it's like movie development but, level. Oh, oh, it's crazy. Like I actually, like 
I, I'm putting together because I'm doing a Kickstarter in October to get the book going. You know, right, and, right. Uh, and so they ask, you know, for Kickstarter, you do like a little trailer is like a little, yeah, a little kinda, video. Yeah. It's like yep. kind of, you know, I'm working on one right now actually oh, for something. Nice. Yeah. Oh, cool. And, uh, so anyway, you know, um, and so I, I mean, I, I'm just doing it on iMovie, but I, I was finding different, uh, you know, just a bunch of shots of my work, you know, from this book, but then I wanted to kind of spice it up with some video. And I actually found from like 2007 when I was, it was like, I was shooting little, just walking down the hall at the Crescent. And I, and like, I, that's what I was there for was just thinking about this and taking pictures for research. And, and cause you know, on your computer, it tells you when, when it tells me when I'm like, wow, that is crazy. You know, that I just been working on this for so long. Um, and there and were the moments tenacity to push through. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, like you know, there are moments where that's, what's so difficult whenever, cause you know, I also, you know, I teach art classes and then I also have, you know, other projects come up and it's like, like that's when the art center, of the Ozarks, like back in, Oh, I don't know, 10 or something like that. We're like, would you like to do, you have some, do some, you know, a show there. And I was like, Oh God, okay. I'll put together. So it took like a year and put together a bunch of work and then a whole show. And then, but then you got to get like back into it. And that's, what's so difficult because it's like, where am I at now with all this, like this mountain you of research. Have to go back and reread everything you've oh my gathered, God. Yeah, especially over 13 years. How do you not? Right. It's yeah. so difficult. And like, I had literally like, like a, a milk crate, you know, those milk crate yeah, and, a, yeah. and a half of just stuff full of like research. And that's where it was like, my wife really came in handy because she's a librarian and she was able to like help me. We just chronologically went through all that research, right. you know, and just, you know, uh, which those milk crates are great because you can actually flat or file folders those little like like you put in a in a like a normal file cabinet in a file cabinet yeah, yeah they fit perfectly in those things like the, the little sides they click in there perfect. oh really yeah oh. it's crazy right. well life hack <laughs> or, or it's like well i guess it was it's like when you'd buy it like office depot or walmart or oh, they're, okay. but they're like so they're not i guess it's not a milk crate but it's so it's probably something for filing then, yeah, yeah it is it's okay. like one of those yeah now that i think about but they're i was like uh this well, is life-changing well, for all former djs <laughs> right. well but they're but they're like that you know gotcha. what I'm talking yeah about? yeah like yeah plastic right. crates or whatever um so yeah, okay, scratch that. It's not <laughs> rescind our life hack. <laughs> so yeah, right. you're, you're peddling your own snake oil now. This <laughs> whole thing was just to get people to believe that milk crates that's are what filing that's, systems. That, that, exactly. That's what this whole thing was. All right. Was well, it was about. nice meeting you. See you later. Was, I feel duped. Uh, no. Okay. So she helps you organize. <laughs> I've got the cure for <laughs> for filing. For filing. Woes. For filing. Right. Right. Do you love milk and also need to organize your files? Boy, yeah. do I have the cure for you. I've got the cure. That's exactly that yes yes uh, but no in, in that you know it's that is the hardest thing with with nonfiction. like that is the thing people don't realize the like research the, like, well it's the research but it's compiling all that it's yeah. going through all that research it's i think the fun part is like kind of doing the you know the the well gathering the information right i would almost break it in two things gathering the information right. cool that's, actually sitting down and reading all of it that right well and using it in some way but chronologically like yeah. sorting it all out and doing that's where it just gets like tedious. so tedious and yeah. so difficult and so yeah that is just the part that 
And it's not like you sold this idea and then used that money to go fund doing all this stuff. Like this is a labor of love. Oh yeah. For a decade and a half. Oh, for a decade and a half, yeah. Just to the funding point of kick because you oh, still yeah. oh, probably have six, eight months on the other side before you would even see this in I don't know how fast you're gonna print uh, and get it to right. people, but well, some yeah, kickstarts yeah, yeah, take yeah. a long right, time after right, funding. But right. I mean, best case scenario November, is February. December, oh, maybe. you think you'll deliver oh, in December? I don't know. I mean, October is when the, kickstar the Kickstarter Kickstarter stops on in October. Well, Halloween. That's the last okay. day it goes throughout October. Which I did that because it's come on. So right. Yeah. You, know, you can't like, not. Yeah. And yeah. I, and that's why I've been, you know, I've talked with Jeff, you know, because, right. you know, it's Halloween city down there. Right. So, right. And it, but, um, yeah, like I'm, I, uh, I guess it's all done. You're not, you're not asking people to fund you, go do the work. You've done all the it's work. Done. This like, is just printing it. This is printing it. Right. And so that's really it. It's I mean, just that should go fairly quickly, I guess. Print, well, I think so. I mean, I've never really done this before, but I, I'm hoping, you know, it'll be, you know, books will be ready to go by. I'd be great if they were done by Christmas because that'd be yeah. great. great I, I was thinking the same thing. I was I like, mean, it'd be cool if you could have it in your hands by Christmas. Right. My guess is you're looking at January, February oh, before it actually gets in people's yeah, Cause you still I mean, have to do all the fund collecting oh, and yeah. then, you know, right. Like, so, Oh um, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm you're looking at early 2022. Let's probably, say safely sure, early sure. 2022. Absolutely. So yeah, right. you're a solid. Oh. I mean, almost twenty years. Uh, oh, I, oh man. No, 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 no. Two thousand seven, fifteen years. Fifteen. I'm bad at math, but yeah, okay. like fifteen. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, it's close. Okay, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fifteen years. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you start, I mean, that's a long, long that's time. A long time, yeah. And you could round up to 20 years. I'm just going to throw that out sure. there. Five is yeah, the one where you go well. up. I remember that. But why, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, 15 years is a long, long time. It's a long time. To use, I'm guessing, your own personal vacation time oh, to yeah. go visit places. Oh, your, yeah. You know, late nights probably here and there, just staying up and reading stuff and inking, drawing. And, drawing. Yeah. Uh, and then you still this have to make painted, a living. Painted. Oh, really? It's fully painted. Like So this is the Alex Ross of historical You know, it's, that's funny because I've novels. actually, I've had some people say that it is kind of in that, you know, a little bit. It, Yeah, kind of. I mean, the fact that Alex it's painted Ross is style. really, really. Yeah, it's like that style almost, you know, not, cool. it's, 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 di it's different, but it's, it's, you know, um, but it's pain, it's like that same sort of approach, I would say. I mean, I know? will one hundred percent be backing this, though. I oh, mean, even just flipping through this, it's just <laughs> it looks cool. Well, and I I clicked around on your website a little bit and just looking at the yeah. art style, you know, I was like, this is a really cool style. Oh, and it, thanks. But just lean, it just lends itself strongly, I think, to the subject matter yeah. that you're covering in this case for sure, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a very distinctive art style. I didn't think it was printed. That was not, I actually almost thought it was digital in some way. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Like yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like, um, so that's super. I have zero visual, like artistic ability at all. So I'm just always like, you're a god to me. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't know how oh. you get this to there ever. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, uh, another way I'm like, you know, like Baker, I was a mesmer. I'm like an illusionist. You yeah. Know? It, it, it <laughs> Fool me into thinking right, it's great. Right, right. Well, it's worked. Um, okay. So I could talk to you for forever. Um, but in the interest of time and, and sure, respecting your time sure. and keeping things at some level, sure. uh, I like to finish every, you've listened to a couple episodes oh, yeah. recently, I think, so you're, oh, yeah. you're ahead of me on this one. Uh, I'm going to start uh -huh. a sentence and you finish it with whatever comes to mind. <laughs> okay. I wish I could 
eat a sandwich. I've never I'm, had that I answer. Actually, That's new. I was yeah, actually right. a little bit hungry right now. <laughs> okay, okay. Eat a sandwich. And then I've kept you talking for like an hour and a half. So I'm... No, not too. I was just, I was, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about like later, I was probably going to go grab something. On the what way. sandwich is this going to be? Is it going to be like a Subway sandwich? Or you doing like so. a full deli with like lettuce and tomato and... That's true. I don't know. Or I'll just do the fourth meal. Don't you go by Taco Bell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, I, I don't know if I'd call sandwich. that a sandwich, but that's okay. Not a that's sandwich. A, we should work on vocabulary. <laughs> Art, great. Words? No. <laughs> I thought sandwich because I actually, yeah, I, had, I ran by Subway today. And so that's where gotcha. sandwich popped in. <laughs> You know know what? I'm not going to judge your food decisions. uh, You do you. That's uh, I I I, like shoveled pizza down my mouth right before you showed up. I was like, "Hey, what are we going to eat? Pizza, I guess." Right. Um, There you go. Yeah. When she's in charge of cooking, that's what we get. Uh, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with me and chatting. You're a wonderful storyteller. Oh, like wow. I thought we were just going to talk about like almost more like mechanically we put the story together and kind of the process and. Like I just sat here for an hour and just listened to this oh. like engrossing story. <laughs> so that was you should do your own podcast. Oh wow. Well yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it was great. But thanks for hanging out and Excellent. spending time with us. And yeah, so the you. Kickstarter starts in October. Starts in October and yeah, through the month of October. So okay. like Halloween, that'll be the last day of the Kickstarter. Um but they say that's ideal, you know, just yeah. keep it short so that way it's like uh and we figured uh, out your your tier are you just doing I, one yeah, tier I, no or? i'm actually you're that's a good question i'm so okay so it's like my tier one is like the digital tier and i'm actually just i think it'll be like that preview book in a digital format because later i'll do like comiXology which is like amazon's yep, yep. i you have know, it and, yeah and then but i you know i didn't want people just sending out pdfs of the book all over the place right, right now so I, they're they can get the preview but then I'm going to have like wallpapers, like for your right. phone and for your for your computer, yeah, of of my art, right. And that's like the low tier, so that's kind of you know you get some digital goodies. And then there's the the one after that would be the book. Well, I call it like the book bundle, and so you get the physical book. Um, and I and I'm you know I'm I'm trying you know I want it to be like a nice hardbound nice book, you know, really good kind of. It's a two. Are you going to do a hardcover? Two forty is not small it's not small like this is a yeah it's, it's a, a graphic substantial it's a novel with pictures <laughs> it is yeah. it's a novel with pictures. that's well, huge yeah yeah um, i mean so well, 240 pages fair non-fiction enough. okay right right sorry sorry maybe i should work on words <laughs> no, no no uh i mean i'm trying to think like like that's a a good size like dungeons and dragons handbook right oh, like for, yeah, like yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. it's yeah. 240 it, pages is up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, I'm trying to think like graphic novel wise. Like, I think like V for Vendetta by Alan Moore or something like maybe okay. Watchmen or something like I think yeah. it's about that size. Wow. Like, it's about that thick. And those are, those are those thicker are than, thick, those are thicker than I was thinking. They're too. a thick graphic novel. Because like the paper also matters too, right? Like the, yeah, what, yeah, what you're going to print it on. Yeah. So you're going to do it hardcover, I hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sign me up. I'm all for it. A hardcover book, and uh, so that's there's that tier, and then you go up from that, and then it's like, I believe it's the signature tier where it's like a book plate, signed book plate, and then you get all the stuff, and then after that, I believe it's the print tier where you get three prints like you know of from you know like one art, page of, of my the... art well it's like a p- print of okay the, 
Yeah, like a yeah, like a page from the right. book, like a little like a print. Just a print version. Yeah, of it. it's just a print you can hang on the wall yeah. or whatever. And then and then after that it goes up to I believe yeah, it's like original a small original piece of art of mine that's kind of you know, I do a lot of these like I've been doing a lot of this sort of nonfiction type of kind of weird stuff. That's what that what follows is true. Right. I want that to be sort of an umbrella for like later to like do other stories. Ripley's believe it or not, right? Like, like you're like kind of re- like yeah, yeah reimagining you know? Yeah, that concept of yeah. like you're not going to believe this story I'm about to tell yeah, you, right? I mean, but it's totally true. But it's totally true. Yeah, and and so this that, is such a podcast, by the way. Like, <laughs> I don't like. How do you not do this? I know, I know. It's, uh, the title's amazing. <laughs> Thank TM. You. I, I'm Eric just going to do it like for the you. Title. He told me that when because we it's talked a, to him, he was like, "I like that title." The, the, it's such a good umbrella title. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about Netflix. this more. I like this idea. <laughs> I don't have time to do anything. Actually, after we're done, I'll talk. To, I, Anyway, okay, so, um, yeah. And then, no, that's the, awesome. and then the final tier is uh, an original page from the book. Like, so those, that's, like, up there. Like, it's, because it's fully painted, and they're actual painted pages, right. not digital. So they're, whoops, they get, like, a, a page, an original page. So that's, and that's, you know, that's that gets the, a lot That's more the expensive. Porsche money tier, right? right. That's, where, that's, that's where you buy your mansion. Yeah, and, right, right. I got it, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. where the millions start rolling <laughs> yeah. in. That's that's a, right, right, right. That's, we're in the that's, penthouse. That's how art works, right? right? That's right, a, right. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't there but, like a Saturday Night Live where the, it's like, the over so many like five timers like the like Tom Hanks and John Goodman and there's like like they're in this section like where it was like one Sarah Live episode where it's like they were all there in one like it's like they're sitting around in there like oh yes no I do vaguely remember that yeah, yeah like, it's like a special room where these, like, yeah 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 right they're like you have up that. there like and there's it's just, all the people that have hosted X number right, of times drinking and like, their brandy and they're like and it, yeah that's so when you get to that tier that's what it's like okay okay. <laughs> We'll hang out on the Crescent balcony. We'll have cigars. Right. Right. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I want that to be a package. That'd be cool. That is cool. That's, that's cool. a good idea. That's a good, that's a really yeah. good idea. Well, I haven't, it's not, I haven't, I mean, you haven't set that, it up I, yet. Yeah. Right. right. So, yeah. Like, you can have the Crescent like, that's event. a really good idea. Actually. I don't know Jeff if it's like actually that. a good idea, but you know, yeah, let's Jeff talk to be, people who are smarter than me. <laughs> well, I, well, we're more plugged in than either of us. Like yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I need Jeff. Jeff be, there I need you go. To, I need to yeah. talk to him. He about knows that. all. You're right. He knows he's all. He's the Rod Sterling See, of Eureka right, Springs. Right. Yeah, you're saying no. Uh, he's the god. I'm not the god. Jeff is the god. <laughs> we're just marionettes in his hands. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks a bunch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This has been wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Cullen.